Okay, so it's been it's been over a month since I've last recorded. This is week 25. My last time I recorded was week 19. So clearly I've been like it's funny cuz I like re-listened to the last one like most of it to try and see where I like where I was at and what to catch up on. Um and the beginning was basically saying that I'm getting lazier at doing this. And, yeah, it's the understatement, really. I just stopped doing it. And, like, every Sunday, I'd get an alarm on my phone. And I would just snooze it before it even went off. And I'd say, I'll do it next week. I'll do it next week. But this week, I'm going to do it. You had two weeks of holidays back-to-back. So you went back home for Mom's birthday. You went on April 5th, even though that's not her birthday. And then you came back on the 9th. And then, like, the next week, it was Easter weekend, which you didn't even realize (laughs) when you initially went away, or else you would have just went for Easter weekend and just stayed a while doing that. Uh, But, you know, you live and you learn. Um, Let's see what's been happening. You missed a deadline at work. You feel shitty about it, but your boss, your new boss, isn't, was pretty generous about it. Um, What else happened? You're debating, you're debating how to tell your assistant that you can no longer, like, root for them in the same degree you used to be rooting for them. Just to save face. Um, what else is happening? I don't know. You've just been reading. You've actually started to read or look for books. You, of course, you read a rom. You've been looking for roms where the female is older. Because you think those are better. At least, I don't know. You used to think that. I don't know if you still think that. But the last one you read was... Okay, let's try and find it. Okay. The last one you read, you were up in the air about it. Because it dragged on about like this mother who's like 40-something. This like rock star. And they're in a romance. And then it sort of just ends where she broke up with him. And she still loved him, but she broke up for her daughter's sake because her daughter was being bullied. And you see him wanting to quit the band for her, and she's like, no, you can't, which is, like, the good call. Like, you can't. And it ends with him getting over her. Like, he stopped texting. Like, he was doing it for months, and he stopped. And the protagonist, like, the woman is kind of like, yeah, he stopped texting. Like, I still think of him. I'm not over it, basically. Like, I don't know the exact words. Um, and maybe I could, actually, just look. But it's called The Idea of You by Robin Lee. Or Robin Lee, I don't know. It's spelled, spelled a special way. And it's hard to find out, like, what do I rate it? Because the journey was great. Um, but the ending was, like... like the ripcord like pulled so this is the last so these were the last lines he called me in the beginning every day multiple times although I would not answer he texted at first often then every few days or so it went on for months these little messages that would paralyze me and to which I resisted responding because I had made my choice I had made a choice I miss you I'm thinking of you I still love you And then one day, they stopped. 
long, long before I had stopped loving him. And then I'm like clicking to the next page and it's like about the author. I'm just like, what the hell? (laughs) Like, because like you're reading it. And as I'm reading, I'm like, this can't happen present day. Like, it's like, it's like right feelings, wrong time, you know? And I'm like, they have, she has a teenage daughter. She's a fan of the band. I'm like, there's no way this could happen now. And, you know, you start to guess the ending as you read any book. And I really thought it was going to do a time jump. Like, even when they broke up, I was like, okay, they're going to time jump to, like, her being 50 and him being 30. And, like, the band broke up naturally. But it did like, it didn't just end it that way. <laughs> and... And, like, I guess, like, as a reader, you could, like, imagine that's their ending. But, you know, I'd like to read it. And the other thing is that they keep alluding to, like, a character. I think his name was Oliver in it. And it's, like, is he bi? Is he bi-curious? Is he gay? Um, Is he pan? Like, is he queer at all? Because it's, like, does he have romantic feelings for the male lead? And that was its own thing that, like, didn't really get resolved. And these characters, like, did, like, two of the guys did, like, statutory rape, and that was its own sub, like, like chapter in the book. And it's like, wait, did they both do that? Was it one of them? Like, is there any closure on that? Did that just happen to bring up in the book and, like, there's nothing follow-up? Okay. So it's like, I didn't rate the book. I think I just put red and there's no rate in. Because it's for sure I liked it, right? Like, the ending was, like annoying but I liked it but did I really like it was it amazing I don't know yet so I'm just gonna leave it so that's what I read this week um I feel like I read a couple other stuff too and I actually didn't read it this week I read it a couple weeks ago but but that's like the most memorable thing I read because it sort of left me with like what's going on and 22 books in for the year um I'm six ahead of schedule, but to be fair, like, one of them was a short story by Rainbow Rowell, which you know is my favorite, Rainbow Rowell, Rowell, I don't know. I just love the way she writes. I was thinking about what do I love about it, and I realized that her romantic leads are, like, never conventionally attractive, and they write so harsh, and I just, I love it. Like, the characters are never like, and I saw him with his ocean blue eyes um, and his tousled brown hair. It was like, this guy looked like a chipmunk, and he had an overbite. And then, like, by that's, like, chapter one. And then by chapter 12, it's like, I love his overbite, you know? It's like, these are real people, and I think it's undervalued, the importance of writing characters that are not supermodels. Um... But I'm looking at the books I read this year, and I read 40 Love, and it's, like, the same thing. Um, one of them is, like, looks like a supermodel, and one of them is plus size, which is nice. But other than that book, I think every book I've read had, like, supermodel characters. And I just want to say there's nothing wrong with that. It's just there's a beauty in writing these characters to be kind of harsh. Um, so, like, again, in quotes, said... Reagan thought at first that he was trying to hide his non-existent chin. And then later it's like, she's been a little hard on his chin before. It was presence. He had a square face, narrow eyes, lips that didn't quite close over his smile. He looked like a chipmunk. And then as time goes on, she's sort of like, you know, um, 
starts to like him and then thus how he looks and I think that's sort of how I think of people so I like that I don't know I just really love Rainbow Rowell I just can't not love her writing maybe I should like go back and reread some of her books because I love it so much um I'm like talking about my books you're supposed to be diaries of my life okay let's see I went to the Museum of Modern Art with um the two um black women friends that I've made I messaged them on Instagram to try and get them to go to improv with me and so far they've ignored me which is quite fair just quite fair um (laughs) we'll see if they if they take the bait I know improv could be cringe so but I've never done it before so I'm curious um I'll try and read Pumpkinheads. That's something she came out with I didn't read. Um, I think I've read like every Rainbow Rowell book. I'm just looking through through her list right now on Goodreads. Okay, so that's what I did that week. What else did I do? Um I don't oh, I have students I have student loans that I should just pay off, but for some reason I've been procrastinating about. Not really procrastinating, I think I'm just like I just don't want to pay it <laughs> for no other reason than I just I just think I just hate the concept. Like, do I have the money? Sure. But I hate the concept that like we have to pay. Um okay. This is stream of consciousness. Oh yeah, let's see what time it is. It's 7:26, April 24th. And I'm feeling I'm feeling good. Um I walked a bit in the morning. Not in the morning, that's not true. In the afternoon, I might walk again before night for my shoulder. I don't know if it's really helping, but I've I've stopped sitting on the couch because I had shoulder pain, so maybe it's helping. Um, yeah. I still haven't done taxes, but I tell myself I'll do it tomorrow. Okay, so honestly, this happened beginning of this week. And the moment it happened, you called, you called your mom, and you were cackling. So I'm sorry you don't get the real, like, best version of this story. Maybe you'll learn how to record phone calls. <laughs> because you give it all to your family, you know, you give the whole glitz and glam, and then on this podcast, you're just like, I guess really I should call it, like, it's not a podcast, you don't tell anyone about it, so on this vid- diary, in this, in this audio diary anyways this is how i finesse the system but ultimately today i have to do my work anyways so we work with an outside partner and in our first meetings i write down everything i need to talk to them about because my memory is really bad so throughout the day when i think of something i write it on the sticky note so in the following week when we connect with the outside partner i have my notes and i go do them one by one this was very appealing to him. He brought it up all the time. He was very excited about this. Because even though I, it makes you look like you do like you do more, okay? Fast forward like a month later, I need to set up a meeting with my team, the partner team. And I do it and then I have to showcase work I've done. And then right after this meeting, I have another meeting one-on-one with my supervisor. A couple days before that one-on-one meeting, I've been meeting with my supervisor and like we talk about the work I should be doing and what I should be doing is showing them my work. 
but I'm just verbally talking about it, you know, about what I've been up to, um, how hard it was to connect with HR to get some questions answered, and, like, he's like, oh, yeah, I know it's tough, like, he's on my side, et cetera, et cetera. Keep in mind, I did, like, 20% of work where I should have been at, like, 90% completion, okay? But I'm talking, I'm saying the right words. Anyways, this meeting we have with our, with the team, like the outside team, um, it's scheduled for an hour. I do not have an hour's worth of work to showcase. What I do have is the ability to finesse. So leading up to this meeting, every two days, I would send something about going on a tour. So the meeting location was not chosen, but I kept saying stuff like, but I just told that we would be at their, um, at their location. So since I already told them that, I couldn't also told them to give me a tour. But I was like, hey, you know, my supervisor and this other guy never saw the building before. Ugh, it would be so, I'm so excited for them to be able to see it, you know, maybe walk them around a bit. Maybe if you have time, ha ha ha. Oh my gosh, my supervisor. Like every couple meetings, I'm so excited for them to see your beautiful building. Kept doing that every time, every time. I told my supervisor that I was queuing him up for a tour. And I'm like, let's hope. Because he really wanted to see it. Keep in mind, all this was because I needed time to be filled. Okay? I needed this hour meeting to get at least a 20 minutes chunked out of it. Lo and behold, 30 minutes got chunked out of this meeting and because I have the backlog of me like showing my notes looking really organized the campus partner like that we work with like the company partner kept referencing me like hey Jen this is this what you're looking to get from us is this your what you need is your mandate and I'm just like yeah yeah no it's great oh it's great yes that's what I need and like kept looking at me making me part of this meeting making it look like I did so much more work than I really actually did at all because I had nothing to present. And the most beautiful thing is that meeting directly following it with my supervisor, I again had nothing to present. What I did have though, okay, was um, um, time to wait. So not only was this meeting in schedule for an hour, it went over an hour into the meeting with my supervisor. My supervisor comes to me apologizing. I'm so sorry. I know we met a couple days ago. Is it okay if we like cancel this meeting? Like we already connected. And I was like, oh yeah, it's totally fine. Go for it. But really, I'm like rejoicing because I don't have shits. I do not have shit ready and it was so beautiful to see all the pieces of the domino fall down to create this beautiful pattern um because I didn't do anything you know and what I did do was talk the talk and hope for the best and for everything to fall into place for me to continue to do zero work and today's Sunday and tomorrow I have another meeting with my supervisor. And today on Sunday, I have to actually do work so that tomorrow 
it is not shown that I did nothing for a solid two weeks. Okay, so it's been a while since I've been on this on this app. Part of it is my fault. You know this well yourself. You commit at the beginning and then you just fall off. It's your pattern. You know, you try and stop it. Not really. But you're always go, go, go. Let's go. You know, you get people on board. You're ready to go. And then halfway through, you fall off the wagon. You don't care anymore. And that's what happened with this weekly updates. Okay. I looked at the thing. It looked like week 19 was the last you've been. Okay. Sad. But... Part of it is not your fault because your shitty Samsung broke. You've never had a phone break on you, but the first time you get a Samsung, it breaks, okay? All of a sudden, you're using it in the middle of watching a YouTube video. What video? I don't know. It's been so long. It's been like over a month. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Who cares? Anyways, point is, um... All your apps were on that, and you were like, oh, no. All your photos that didn't sync, you know, Hinge. What's, did you pause it? I think so. I'm almost certain I did, which is honestly my only solace is I paused it. Um, what else is sad that's not a longer on your app? I mean, you just, you're with an iPhone now, and you hate it. I don't get the hype, honestly. Androids are better. I don't understand. I really don't. Um, Okay, I digress. What really prompted me after weeks of me saying, I'll do it now, I'll do it now, to actually do this, is that you're on a matcha kick right now, okay? You're on a matcha kick. So, you, you committed. I think ever since the many deaths of your family, the many heartaches, the many changes and updates... You're trying to not be someone who waits for the payoff, you know? Like, oftentimes, you save a lot with no real goal for, like, where you're going to spend it. Or, like, you'll save your candies for something or whatever not. And this time, you're trying to get better at just doing it. So, for the past, I would say, three months, April, May, June. April, May, June. Yeah, for the past three months, now it's July 3rd, I think, you have been getting multiple venti green tea frappuccinos, whipped cream blended in with soy or almond, no preference. Um, You've been having that on the daily, not daily, but multiple times a week from Starbucks. And you really got a kick for the matcha taste you know you forgot how much you've loved it it's not a new thing you've loved it for a long time you just didn't want to shell the cash for starbucks but now that you get it comped maybe maybe not who knows long story anyways so you're starting to become a wuss with using the starbucks card for reasons you'll explain at a later date or maybe never hopefully you remember so i don't have to explain i digress i digress you went to a cafe um do i remember the name of the cafe let's pause do i remember the name of the cafe i don't remember the one that went before this you went to one cafe okay i don't remember maybe i'll jump back in if i remember but you went to one cafe it was like kind of reasonably priced it was good then you're like ooh, let me actually look up matcha places in montreal so you found one called livia okay 
they had a bunch of, they had a meal. The meal is actually what you wanted more so. But for some reason, you came when they were like, the kitchen was closed. And all they had was the lattes. So you bought this latte, okay? This latte was like $8. And then like a fool, like a fool you tipped an $8 small latte. And you paid $9 in total for a small latte, okay? I just want to reiterate this. It was small. I hope you have a picture of it, but knowing you, you probably don't. Anyways, you were blown away that this was $9, okay? I would say there was slightly too much foam at the top. I would say the ratio was one-third of it was foam. Maybe I'm exaggerating, but... I don't think so. It was too much fucking foam for $9, okay? Anyways, that was an amazing matcha latte. Let me honest with you, it was very good. But that made you think to yourself, why are you doing this, okay? Let's commit. Let's fucking commit. So you start to look up matcha YouTube videos, okay? Some guy's ranking the matchas on Amazon, okay? You're anti-Amazon. Fuck Amazon. You will not buy, okay? Because you're against it. I'm not an idiot, okay? Everyone here is like, Amazon's so convenient. They all have Prime. They're like, it's cheaper. Because they don't understand what the making of a fucking monopoly is, okay? I understood it. I'm poor as fuck, and yet I did not succumb to the motherfucking deals, okay? I bought from brick and mortar, mom pop shops. I bought from eBay if I fucking had to, but I denied Amazon. But here I was, looking at matcha flavors on Amazon. Thank fuck this was a Japanese YouTuber, okay? Because I like to go from the authentic source when I'm looking for things. I don't want to see some white guy tell me about fucking Indian cuisine. So I went to a Japanese guy for matcha, okay? He ranked them all. He had a stupid Amazon affiliate links. And I clicked. I'm gonna admit, I clicked, okay? And you know what? It was Japanese only. And I'm glad for that. Because I was shook to my senses. I thought, how could you succumb now? After so much revolting years. Years you revolted at Amazon, okay? 2022 was like the first time you bought shit from Amazon. Because they could burn in hell, that creature. Anyways, um, like it, int- it treats its employers like such shit. And whenever a rich person buys from Amazon, I immediately think they're scum. I do, okay? I fucking do. I don't care if it's the norm. You're rich enough to buy from those independent shops and give real people money, okay? Anyways, I fucking digress, okay? I don't know why I'm so amped. I woke up at 1 p.m. basically, and it's 3 p.m. basically. Maybe that's why. So... You came to your senses and you're like, tea, tea, tea. And that's when you fucking remembered David's Tea, the most underrated cafe on the planet Earth. Now you're walking, you're pacing, okay? You're pacing. David's Tea was an institution gone too soon. I would arguably say one of, if not the most underrated places on the planet Earth, okay? Because when they had promotions, when they were given to mental health awareness or student events, they didn't give you 
10 to 15% off gift cards. They gave you free motherfucking drinks. Free. Free. Okay? That should tell you how bad their business model is, sure, but also how caring they are as an institution to be like, you know what? You want an event for mental health? You're a Don? Here's a hundred fucking free drinks, okay? Give it out to students. And students slept on that. Admittedly, I slept on that. I split my wealth. Maybe there was like 50, 40. I split it with other people, okay? So I maybe had, I'd say, 15 free David's tea drinks, okay? And I didn't use it for a long time. And then I started to use them. And I'm like, oh my god. I wish I remember the exact drinks I bought from David's Tea over the years. But, you know, it was it was honestly amazing. I can't even describe to you how good David's Tea is. And if you're listening to this, maybe you've forgotten again and I'm, remi- I'm reminding you. I hope the online shop is still there because I don't want to give you a craving for something that's officially been shut down. But the point is... I remember David's tea, I remember this great institution, and I went to get matcha from them. I hear a crying baby, which is why I paused. I still hear a crying baby. It's very disturbing to me. Anyways, so you got David's tea, you got 12, 24 days of matcha. It was like a Christmas thing, but now it's clearly July, so it's 50% off, okay, and it's spectacular. First, here's the thing. I don't use a lot of matcha in my teas to begin with. So it's actually going to last me far longer than 24 days. You bought this. It was like $32 plus tax. It was like 40 bucks basically, okay? You got free shipping on that because David C knows what's up. And they also gave you a free, like, black tea as well. Because I, I knew they would give me a free tea because they're a dying company, Okay. It's sad, but it's true. Anyways, so I got 24 days of matcha. And day one, I had matcha matsu, which is like classic straight up, green, straight up green tea. Like nothing added. No sweeteners. I Because, again, I don't eat, eat a lot. It was like a three-day thing. It should have been one day. I got it to last three days. And I was like, it's bitter, but, you know, it could be a good additive. You know, I could mix it with stuff. And I did. I made a lot of lattes. So I made a lot of iced teas actually i don't know if it's a latte there's no foam i made a lot of iced teas with milk whatever day two quote unquote i had yuzu matcha which is a citrus matcha and i took my sip and i said damn that was the first thing i said okay it is sweet. I did not expect that. It is citrusy. I did expect that. But it is sweet. Matcha is very bitter. So for this to be sweet is honestly shocking. So when I took my first spoonful, I said, damn. Oh my gosh. And that's immediately when I knew. Got to pull up my recorder and document this. Because I'm feeling high. I'm feeling fly. Okay? Is that the same? Who cares? Anyways, I'm going to continue making my latte. Um, That's a 12-minute story, basically, about um, me. Oh, no, it's more. Oh, my God, I also forgot. Okay, so, wow, I have, I don't know what's up with me. Let me go back to the point of me saying I'm going to be more 
open to making myself immediately happy rather than waiting for the gratification. So I got the 12 days of matcha, which was like 40 bucks. Okay, got it. And then I got, I got, I got, I got the matcha accoutrement, okay, the add-ins. After getting David's tea and saying, fuck you, Amazon, okay, I don't need to buy shit from you, I then went and looked up matcha mixing bowls and whisks, and well, 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 indigo, let's fucking go, they sold it on their website, okay? So I got a whisk, a bowl, and a little, a little spoon. A little, sp- a little, it's not really a spoon, it's like a little scooper, okay, it's like a little baby scooper, it's so tiny, it looked like on the website, but I wouldn't know, because my shipment was out for delivery yesterday, and I missed the memo on that one, okay, in fact, I thought I saw my email say out for delivery, or I thought it said shipped, and so I ran downstairs, nothing was there, and I looked again, I was like, oh, maybe I misunderstood, maybe it shipped means, like, it came from one facility to another facility, but no, I didn't misunderstand, it was currently out for delivery, I did miss my delivery, so now for Monday, I'm going to spend all day outside waiting, and you know, I saw it end on a high, so that's not good, let's not, let's not go to the levels of sadness, okay, but that order to get free shipping, <laughs> I needed $35, and the matcha set from Indigo was $34.95, and it had to be pre-tax, so plus tax it would have been, for, like, you know, enough, but pre-tax it wasn't, so what I did do then was buy premium lip balm, it might actually, now that I'm thinking about it, accidentally be lip gloss, Okay, now that I'm thinking about this, I think I actually bought lip gloss. But the point is, it was like $10. Okay? Okay? I'm not proud. It happened, though. And it bumped my shipping up to $51 and some change. And I got free shipping. And in hindsight, and I was debating this for the sake of, like, the environment. I was debating just getting it shipped to the store and picking it up at the store. But I wasn't sure if, like, it would have actually been less shipping material. And also another like bigger part of me, if I'm gonna be like honest with myself, thought that it would come to my house before it would come to the store. Um clearly I'm fucking wrong because I missed my package. Why don't they just leave packages there? Why don't they just leave packages at the door? Just leave the package at the door. Oh my gosh. You know, I know there's thieves and so they had to stop doing this, but ugh. Give me that option at least, Indigo. Give me that option when I'm checking out. That's a good tip for you. You know, you're dying too. You know, you pivoted. Now you sell notebooks. You sell matcha whisk and bowl. You sell women's sexual wellness products. If you know what I mean, hint, hint, wink, wink. The least you could do to really up your game is make it easier at checkout for me to click on a button that says leave my package at my fucking door. I don't need to sign for shit. <sighs> Anyways, I just say I haven't bought the women's wellness stuff from Indigo or from anywhere. I just want to put that out there in case a stranger's listening or it's not a stranger but someone who knows me. I haven't. I'm not against it. Ladies, you do you, you know, find your pleasure. But I just say, I have not done that, okay? I have not. 
But if I was, I'd buy from Indigo and not Amazon, because Amazon could burn in hell. I think, like, the sad part is, is that the course was challenging, but it was interesting, and I never had those two things together. Whenever a course is challenging, I also find it boring. So to drop it is the next step, and I never really feel any sort of way about it. But I never knew how to conceptualize how it would feel in practice dropping a course that I legitimately found interesting, even though it was hard. And now I'm dealing with the ramifications of how I feel, which is actually really, really bad. It's a field that I'm not used to, and it was daunting, and I'm looking back and I'm thinking about the reasons why I said I should drop it, and they all seem so silly to me, but I'm just going to lay them out because hopefully if I speak this out, I'll feel better about my ear, my my decision that I can't go back on. Oh, fuck. Okay, so, basically, um, I'm taking all the same type of courses, and I reached out to take a unique course when I've never taken before, and my first class was, like, really out of my element, like, I could really tell that this was in a world that I've never been a part of, but I read the story, I read the, I read the the paper and it was really interesting and it took me hours to get through and a lot of concentration and highlighting but I felt like a real university student for like the first time in my life I feel like but it took me hours and it took me so much concentration so much time and I thought about as the years go on as the term goes on the semester goes on and the other classes I have you know, I have three other courses, which is a full course load. I'm a full-time I'm a full-time student, a full-time employer, employee, I don't know. I thought about what if I want to join a club, I won't have time for that. I thought about writing grants, I won't have time for that, even though technically I don't really have to start thinking about grant writing until next year. I thought about when workload gets challenging on other subjects and the time constraints winter time when I get depressed and I don't want to do my readings or my work but now that I dropped the course and I can't get it back all I could think about is winter time when I get depressed and I don't want to do my readings this could have been my anger to hold on to or I guess my life my my life vest like keep on my Bowie, Bowie, I don't know, that keeps me on track. The pattern of going to the library every weekend, it's like, what's the point now? I'm taking these courses that don't require much critical thinking on my end or thought at all. So there's no need to really go to the library. I'm like, just going to be at home all the time doing nothing with lack in motivation, hating my group projects. And I just feel so stupid for dropping the course. I panic. And I always make these big decisions through panic. And I always regret it. Ugh.
haven't talked in this podcast for months. And amazing things happen and great things happen. And it's disappointing to see that I go back when I'm at a low. And I wish I recorded my highs because I do have highs. I do fun things. And it's really disappointing that I made the wrong call. And long term, we'll see. But short term, I think... Right now, I wish I kept the course. I wish I challenged myself. But more importantly, I wish I held on to the one interesting course I have all semester. So I'm inspired by Jeanette McCurdy because she does these really quick, like, 20-minute podcasts. I, To be fair, I listened to one of them. And I was like, I could just do that. I could just do... <coughs> a rant for like a couple minutes and then hang up so that I'm still in this because I just stopped for like a year but I need to get back to it and I've been mean to do this for literal months and then once I heard Jeanette McCurdy's podcast for weeks and then now I'm doing it and I'm doing it today specifically because maybe 30 minutes ago I just submitted my shirt application for graduate funding and I'm really like I spent a month on it, um, finding references, finding right information, being freaked out about it, and I submitted it. And I submitted a day early, and I'm kind of just like, all right, it's done. I got warned from my brother that like when I'm done my thesis, I'd feel like empty, and I'm like, whatever, it's a free thesis, it's a free education. Like, how upset could I really be? And um, or, like, empty, I think I try to stick to the mindset of, like, this is free, um, not only is it free, I got a scholarship, um, for $3,000, and school is about that much, so, you know, and then I get reimbursed for working here, so it's, like, I get money back, so I try to remind myself that, because I submitted, and I just don't care, (laughs) I'm, like, all right, it's done, I guess I did it, And now I'm focusing on other schoolwork. So, you know, I guess, yeah, it's a little empty. But uh, let's, let's think about, let's think about positive things, positive things that are happening right now. Um, okay, this is sad, huh? It's taking me. Whoa, this is not good. My jacket, I got a coat, it's almost ready. I should have it by end of month, hopefully. That's the dream about that um I feel like I had much more interesting things throughout the week I went to Chicago oh yeah I went to Chicago I wrote about that in my google docs I had a lot of fun I had a lot of fun um I'd like to say no regrets but I do have two regrets (laughs) I do have two um one is about a hotel and one is about a club those are those are my two regrets but you know what other than that it was cool Um, it was, like, a relaxing vacation in terms of, like, I was still a student full-time, so I still, like, went to class and, like, working on my thesis, uh, proposal. I think now, as I'm doing my proposal, I see myself hopefully traveling and doing it because changing up the environment really was inspiring, and I have the income to do that, 
Um, it'll totally eat into my savings, but, like, I could do it. So, yeah, those are my thoughts. Those are my thoughts and feelings and everything. And then three minutes in, and I'm just going to post, right? Unless I think of something else. I have a candy jar, which is cool. My job is fine. Um, the student's aspect of it is great. The admin aspect and, like, my peers is, like, kind of a drain. Um, but, yeah, otherwise... I think it's I think it's good. I'm I'm just I I clicked this because I need to just start recording. But in actuality I had no idea what I was gonna talk about and it's really um it's showcasing now. <laughs>